Hey there, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. You're listening to the Two Paths Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Marcy, certified leadership coach, speaker, and trainer through the John Maxwell program. So glad that you're with me today. I want to talk about a topic uh, that seems to be coming up quite a bit. I've seen um, some posts on LinkedIn. It's something that I've thought about for quite a while. And so I thought maybe today would be the day to just spend a little bit of time looking into it. What is it that I'm talking about? Well, there's a word that I find pretty interesting um, and maybe even a little bit frustrating in the world that we're living in today, and that is the word reinvent. Has anybody ever said this to you or or has the thought ever crossed your mind that you need to reinvent yourself? I'll tell you, the other one that really drives me bonkers is the phrase, build your brand. That's more of a corporate term. Uh, that people use all the time, and we can go down that road another time. But um, reinvent and build your brand. Think about those terms, and what kind of picture does that create in your mind? If you had to reinvent yourself, what would you do? Now, that's a little bit of a trick question, because the angle I'm coming at today is that I don't think anybody should reinvent themselves. Nobody can pretend to be something they're not. Hold, let me take that back. Nobody can successfully pretend to be somebody they're not. You might get away with it for a little while, uh, but eventually one of two things is going to happen. Somebody's going to find out that you're being fake, or two, the burden will be too much. And you'll come to a cracking point where you just say enough is enough. I don't want to be this person anymore. What I think of uh, reinvent, it makes me think that to reinvent myself, I need to start all over brand new, which I think is a shame because it means basically you're scrapping your life, everything you've learned, everything you've experienced everything you've ever done, you're getting rid of all of it to start all over. I know some of you will probably be like, yeah, yeah, I totally want to do that. My life has sucked. Things haven't gone the way I wanted. A lot of bad things have happened to me. I I, I get it. Um, I, I understand where you're coming from on that. But at the same time, all of those experiences and everything that you went through in life has helped mold you into the person that you are today. And so here's part of the challenge. If you don't like who you are today, you don't reinvent yourself. You take what you've learned in life and what you've experienced and what you've witnessed, what you've felt, what you've seen, what you've heard, all of those things. And you figure out how to turn that into a positive into your life so that you're you're fruitful, you're productive, you're moving forward, you're coping, you're finding joy in life, you're finding peace in life. All of that can be done. But I don't like the idea of reinventing because I really believe that just means discarding everything that you once were, getting rid of all of it because none of it's valid and none of it is valuable. We've all heard the analogy about uh, a butterfly, right? It starts off in this cocoon, and it's just like a little caterpillar, fuzzy worm thing. 
and then it sits in this cocoon for however long, and then at the right time, it busts out of that cocoon and is this beautiful, amazing butterfly. So it went from only being able to crawl around to now being able to fly everywhere. So the question is, was the butterfly reinvented? Well, I don't think it was. I think it was transformed. Not reinvented. It, it took the DNA of what that caterpillar was, all of the features and the virtues of that caterpillar, and transformed it into a butterfly. It didn't reinvent it. And I think it's important for us to understand that. I like uh, personality tests. I really enjoy studying personality tests like um, Myers-Briggs, HBDI, uh, DISC, D-I-S-C. Um, the Enneagram has been fun to look at. And here was something that I was challenged with early on when studying DISC. We should not strive to be one of the other letters. We can strive to have attributes from those other letters, personality traits, if you will, but we should not strive to change from where we are to a different one. So let me give you an example. In the DISC personality test, I am a S. Because I'm an S, it does not mean that I should try to be a D. I need to get out of the S phase and become a D personality type. However, what it does mean is that I should strive to be the best S that I can be, embrace that, build on it, grow in it. And as I do that, what I'm going to learn is that I can pick up and apply traits from a D personality, an I personality, and a C personality without changing who I am. It's almost like an athlete. An athlete doesn't have to choose only one area that they're good at. For example, if you're playing basketball, an athlete doesn't say, I'm going to be the best free throw shooter in the world. The heck with a layup. I'm not even going to worry about defense. I'm only going to focus on free throws. No, a basketball player is going to work on every position playing so that they can do layups, so that they can pass, so they can make free throws, so that they can box out, so they can rebound, all of those things. It doesn't change who they are. It broadens their abilities. It expounds, it transforms them as a player. Instead of just being good at one thing, they're now good at a lot of different things still as a basketball player. Let me give it to you another way. I, I love this example, and it can actually be used to illustrate um, a couple different lessons, but consider with me, if you would, a seed. It's fall here, in, or spring here in Ohio, so we're doing a lot of planting, working on the flower beds, um, buying some different plants and putting them in, and and some peat moss, then we put the, the mulch in and all that kind of stuff. And what's interesting, when you really think about it, which I think we just take for granted a lot, but if you think about a seed, we put a seed in the ground, we put some fertilizer with it maybe, we water it, 
we watch it. And sometimes it takes a little while before a bud starts to show up through the ground. Now, depending on what kind of seed you put in there, you could get a really big tree. You could get a bush. You could get flowers. You could get something that produces fruits or vegetables. But the cool thing is, the seed didn't reinvent itself. The seed did exactly what it was created to do. It became something bigger and better. It started off this small little thing buried under the ground. I mean, consider that even. Your past is somewhat buried. People don't know everything that you've been through in life. Only you really know what you've been through and how you've handled it. But like a seed that's been um, just being nurtured and protected underground and watered and fed, all of these things that happen to the seed underground is the same with you. All of these things that you've experienced in life are helping to prepare you to be something bigger and better. Not to change who you are, but to transform you, to take you to a higher level of awareness even, to be more cognizant of your surroundings, to be more cognizant of who you are, who other people are, how you relate to them, what you want to relate to them. When that seed grows, it becomes something much much uh, bigger and better. It becomes enriching to the environment. So what I like, there's a, there's a saying, it goes like this, and daily be renewed by the transforming of your mind. Every day you're renewing your mind. You're transforming everything about it. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Every day we're renewing our mind. Not making a new mind, but renewing it. Almost like hitting a refresh or a reset button. Take what we've learned. Now we're going to apply everything we've just learned and experienced and create something really cool from it all. And I want you to just ponder that for a while. I want you to think about what it is that you really feel called to do and to be. You know, one of the biggest struggles a lot of people have, especially, especially in uh, the leadership and thought industry, is that people are trying to figure out, you know, what kind of story do they want to tell? What's their audience? Who do they want to help? Why do they want to help them? What do they want to help them with? And people spend a lot of time trying to come up with all kinds of things that they want to do. Um, but when we get to the heart of it, we, we discover that what you are called to do, you already know how to do. It's just a matter of stepping back. And that means exactly this. Don't reinvent yourself. To do what you were called to do, you already know what it is. You already know how to do it. It's a matter of just examining your life, transforming your life, 
renewing your mind each day to think about these things and become something bigger and better and greater than you are today. So one thing I always um, think about is that the saying, well, you know, tough times will make you stronger. They produce character. And I don't doubt that at all because what you've gone through in life has helped make you who you are today. But here's the other piece to it. Tough times in the future are going to reveal your character because you've already been working on them. And so when we face tough times, instead of hitting the panic button and the knee-jerk reaction button, it is going to be the, the time when people get to see who you really are because of who you've been. I don't want you to reinvent yourself. I want you to discover yourself. I want you to know who you are and who you're created to be. Don't be the person that needs to fit the mold. There's a lot of fads and there are a lot of trends in this world today. And what I find somewhat ironic is that people will join certain groups because they want to be unique. But the fact is that joining that group doesn't make them unique. It makes them the same as everybody else in the group. You be you. Take the experiences you've had in life. I know some of them were painful. Some of them hurt a lot. But you have to take those Use those to be molded into the person you were created to be. What's amazing about life, and I this is, I feel like has been illustrated more and more to me every day because of, I have my own children, is that this is not a sprint. It's such a marathon. Your time does go fast, and the older you get, the faster it goes. And you can't rewind the, the hands of time. You can't go back and redo things. But what you can do is make the most of right now, learning from your past so that you can make something of tomorrow. And the choice is up to you. We can choose to be bitter and frustrated about how things went in life for us. Or we can say, you know what? That sucked that that happened but it doesn't define me. That's not going to hold me down. It's not going to stop me from growing. This marathon of life, however long we're blessed with living and breathing on this earth, we always have the chance to grow and to learn. You can raise your level of awareness to say, I might not be where I want to be today, but recognizing that right now lets me know that I'm going to get there someday. You know, if you struggle with trying to figure out how do I reinvent myself, I just want to tell you, stop. Don't reinvent yourself. Discover yourself. Take time to reflect back on your life. 
lessons you've learned, maybe some hard ones, good ones, enjoyable ones, whatever it is. What can you learn from those experiences looking back on them now, right where you're at today? What can you learn from those? And I want you to write those lessons down. And then I want you to spend time after that thinking about these are the lessons I learned. What can I do with them now? What's the practical application to these lessons I've learned? Too many people in life don't stop to think about the lessons they've learned and what they can do with them. You know, people will say that, well, lesson learned, won't do that again. Okay. All right. That's a plan of action. But what could you do in addition to that? Is there something you could change or do different and better next time and just saying, well, won't do that again. We sell ourselves too short. Stop selling yourself so short. You have value. Your life matters. What you've experienced has been for a reason. There will be other people in life who are going to experience things that you already experienced. One of your lessons is that you can help somebody else go through a situation you've already been through. I can tell you a perfect example. My parents were divorced when I was in high school and I had friends around me, a couple in particular, that went through divorce as well. And so I always knew that I had friends my age that I could talk to to deal with that situation. And now because of that, I've been able to help people, children, teenagers, friends, deal with divorce and divorced parents. My mom passed away at an early age from cancer. That's an opportunity for me to minister to other people and to help them deal with the loss of a parent, especially to a disease like cancer. I'm the youngest in my family. I have opportunity to speak to people who are struggling with being the youngest in their family and and understanding personalities. And that goes back to the DISC personality trait, one reason I'm so fascinated with that. Once you understand your personality trait, it's easier to identify other people's personality trait and figure out how it is that you can relate to them. Not be them, but how to relate to them. And listen, I would love to help with that. I would love to help you discover yourself. And not with me doing a whole lot of talking and and ramming all kinds of stuff down your throat, but a true coaching session where you discover who you are and you discover what you were created to do and who you're created to be. I would love to talk to you about that. That's one of the biggest excitements I get in life. Because I've finally figured out, it's taken me a long time, but I figured out who I am and what I was created to do. Take the time today. Don't reinvent yourself, but discover who are you? What do you want to do? What were you called to do? You've been a seed that's been fertilized and watered and germinating for a long time. And it's time to let that seed bud and grow into something really awesome. 
reach out to me on Facebook, on LinkedIn, Instagram. You can reach me at craigmarcy at gmail.com. I would love to connect with you and help you be the best version of yourself to be better than you ever imagined and to get you out of this cycle of trying to reinvent yourself. Don't be somebody else. Be who you were created to be. But the choice is yours. You can choose to imitate somebody else, or you can choose to be the real deal and be you. And so I want to challenge you to choose the path that will make all the difference.